Realtist Real Talk Podcast. So hello, fellow Realtors. Thank you for joining us for our Realtist Real Talk Podcast. I am Amber Lewis. And I'm Rob Pasker. And we have our first Realtist testimonial here today, Latrice Barge of the Consolidated Board of Realtors from Los Angeles. Thank you for being here with us. Building, building. Hey, hey. You're very welcome. We're super excited. So first of all, Latrice. Introduce yourself to us and to the members. Okay, awesome. So, yes, my name is uh, Latrice Barge. I am with Consolidated Board of Realtors out of Los Angeles, California. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I sell real estate. I love real estate. Uh, yeah, that's just that's really it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. So, have you, as far as like national events, have you been to many national events? You know what? Actually, no. So this is my first, I believe, national event. I did do the K-Rap conference okay, yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. or last month, I believe. That was my first uh, conference at the state level. So I do plan on going to midwinter. Wow. Awesome. In February. As you yes. Should. Yes. 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 Tell us how, you, how did you find NARAD? Honestly, I went to a lunch and learn where Otis Milton was. Um, talking about some loan products that he had in a portfolio Mm -hmm. and he started to talk about realtors and NARAD and then he said there's this organization that's like full of black professionals in the real estate space and I was like what? I literally just kind of lost it and was like oh I have to I have to know more and so that's yeah let's give a shout out to Otis Milton the millennial mortgage (laughs) mortgage millennial yes that is his name that's my guy that's my guy and so you're here, uh, we're at Howard University on the campus for the release of the Shiba Report. Yes. What are, what are your first impressions? Oh, gosh, just so much valuable information. Um, I was really, first off, I was really excited to be at an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming to Howard, traveling from California is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then to, to be in the room with other professionals that are really making their mark on the industry, I think is really important. And then the information that's being provided about where we are in terms of you know the state of housing in Black America, I think it's important that this information is out so that everybody is aware. So that once we know better, we do better, right? Mm-hmm. I yes. think that that's kind of the sentiment. So um, listening to the ways that we can make the changes in the industry to help increase Black home ownership, I think is is very important. Absolutely. So we've had a lot of conversations with our partners today. We also had Jim Carr here, and one of the things that he shared that's important as a Realtist and a Realtist member specifically is that we tell the story because the story sells, and we are in the trenches with our clients every day. You've heard the data today. You understand what are the actionable next steps. What is one thing that you say, I'm going to take back to my board and really make sure that we affect the change that we want to see? Oh my goodness, there's so many things. Um, Honestly, I think it's just bringing more awareness. You know, more of us need to be in the building, more of us need to show up, more of us need to um, share about the organization and the advocacy for democracy and housing. I think that that's imperative because a lot of the time, what I find is uh, being an agent in Los Angeles, which is a a pretty big metropolitan area, Mm -hmm. when I run across agents that look like me that never heard about NARAB or wrote to the organization, I'm like, what? But then I remember 
remember back to before I knew about it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just bringing awareness to who we are, what we do, what we stand for, and thereby educating our clients um, about the importance of getting into and becoming property owners as opposed to yes. um, just renting and not focus on the barriers of entry. And being connected to this organization, you have the ability to know about all resources that could potentially be available to your client. This is we only think about the traditional way to get financing for housing for you know African Americans, but there are other ways that we can do that as well. So I'm just you know I think it's just knowledge. Absolutely, knowledge is power, yes. and power is the ability to change. Yes, that's what I like to say. So, in seeing what was going on to report the numbers, do you feel that, that the numbers are reflected in your local market and, and what you deal with? Yeah, definitely. Because you I, said you're in Beverly Hills, that sounds expensive to me. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, definitely, you see a, a huge gap in ownership in certain pockets of Los Angeles. Um, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is, is not. Um, it's, is in that same boat. Um, But I I service like all of Southern California. And I would say that we definitely don't see, I'd like to see black home ownership increase across the board. And I think that it's really important. And so, yes, I definitely think that the numbers are reflective of what we see in the hyper-local market, for sure. With being on the Howard campus today and understanding that youth is the future and they can also affect the change, and you said you're a mother as well, what do you do to ensure that your children understand that it's important to have generational wealth, it's important to own the land that you live on, and and everything else that comes with real estate? Right. So I think... Um, I think that the the conversations have to start in the home, number one. Number two, I think that it doesn't have to, um, I I think that far too often in black homes, we don't talk about money, we don't talk about finances, Mm -hmm. we we think that our children are too young to understand, but they're actually um, very perceptive, and you you can tailor the conversation based on the age, right? So I may not sit down and have a conversation about my budget with my five year but when we go to the grocery store, I can talk to them about, you know, how many oranges are we purchasing and how many pounds is that? And having the conversation about, you know, you can earn this money if you take out the trash. And if you save your money, then you'll have money to do other things in the future. Um, my seven-year-old is, um, is extremely articulate. And at seven, he understands the, the principles of interest, compound interest, taxes. Yes. He um, wanted to go to his brother took him to McDonald's brother for that wallet at the house my son said okay well I have my wallet I will lend you ten dollars okay but I'm going to tax you because you don't have your wallet I'm going to tax you you're going to have to pay me back thirteen dollars and I'm charging you interest if you're late at seven and he was on my son, and my son was like, why is he like that? But it's a conversation <laughs> at seven wow. that he's seen me have these conversations with his older siblings. That's amazing, though. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. So, like, do you have your children talked about aspirations to get into real estate? Yeah, so my two older sons, I have a 22-year-old that's going to be 23 next month, and I have a 20-year-old. They both, um, my oldest son has already completed his classes for the real estate class 
lessons in California. My other son is halfway through the coursework, and then my daughter is my assistant. And I love she plans that. on getting her real estate license as well. family up there. It's once I learned about like the opportunity that was yes. available, I was like, oh, we're all doing it. That's just what it is. And if you want to do something else, you can. Yeah. This is like the bare basics. That's it. My daughter, she's Not 12. She says, I'm going to be a YouTuber, I'm going to do interior design, <laughs> and I'll be a real estate broker. So that's like the backup plan. That's a, that's a I think good so. backup plan. It is. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think that we don't realize. We, we, we talk to our children. We, we put them in school. We tell them to go to college. We put them on this path, right? Society says you've got to do A, B, and C. But our children don't do what we say. They do what we do. And I think it's important to set the example. And when we, when we show them how to do it, then it's like, oh, this is what my mom and dad did. Yeah. So this is the stand. This becomes the standard, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think we need to do more of that, bringing the conversation about how money works, how money moves, why we need to own, not just property and parcels, assets, but intellectual property as well. Mm-hmm. I think all of those conversations are necessary because in other households, they're having those conversations at a very young age. So by the time you know, people get to 18, 19, they already have a wealth of knowledge behind them mm-hmm. and our are the children in our black children, black and brown children mm-hmm. are just behind on yes. the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. And it becomes intimidating. Make sure you bring them to our national convention. We have our youth academy Mm -hmm. where they teach all types of stuff. They break down the different age groups and they're they're teaching them. um, Like my niece came Mm -hmm. to the Tampa. She was only there for a day, you know, but she came to the youth academy and they were talking to them about cybersecurity, you know, how to avoid scams online and how to stay safe. I mean, that's not something that I thought about. I mean, I talked to my daughter about it, but to really break it down like that, um, they're teaching them about uh, home ownership, teaching them about real estate. Uh, the teenagers walked away with career portfolios, headshots, and, you know, it's just an amazing program that's, that's for the family. You know? Oh, awesome. I didn't know about that, but I definitely would bring my kids. I got six of them, so yes, we're all working. And then you got some babysitters, too, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, a, it's been a pleasure to meet you. You know, uh, tap in this organization. It's, it's helped me change my life, and it's helped Amber, you know, provide a life for herself and her family. You know, and it's, it's no opportunity like the opportunity that, that's created through NARAP for Realtors members, and there, there are no limits. Oh, I definitely so, agree with that. Since yeah. becoming a part of the organization, I have truly just grown in terms mm-hmm. of uh, becoming a leader and I'm planning to open up my own brokerage next mm-hmm. year and it, it honestly just being in the room with other people that have gone before me that are doing it yes. inspires me to be better and to level up my game mm-hmm. right? and to then to create more opportunity for other agents in my area that look like mm-hmm. me and I think that's what this is all about it, it, it brings about the synergy and the, the collaboration that we need to thrive and to grow 
Absolutely. That's well, it. we appreciate you being here. We're excited that you're actually able to give a testimonial. This is your first <laughs> experience. There's more to come. I mean, I think there's only greatness in your future. And for you to be able to be a success story for all of us, we all win. So we thank you. And we appreciate your time. And look forward to seeing you in San Diego. Yes. I will be there. Because this is just, this is not, this is not even scratching. So no. It's not. But, Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.